Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. You've probably seen those ads that say you can trade for free on this brokerage, but you may be at the back of your mind wondering how do brokerages make money if they're waiving commissions? It was Robinhood who pioneered commission free trading and they made money in all sorts of ways. We're going to try to figure out how brokerages in this day and age that you may have access to are making money still off you and to what extent commission free trading is really free. Adam Reynolds joins me now. He's Apex. CEO for Saxo. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Great to speak with you again. First of all, let's take a step back. Um, help us understand the retail investors' appetite for uh, stocks in this day and age in 2024 uh, compared to, say, last year or the year before. Yeah, so 2024, it's an interesting start to the year. It's been a bit difficult. The tech stocks are once again doing well. Last night, I think we hit a new high uh, in the NASDAQ. Uh, but the retail investor probably has not been as invested as they were uh, during the meme stock boom and uh, during COVID 21 and 22. Uh, they got a little bit hurt last year and uh, uh, pulled back a little bit. All right. And on the tech theme, do you think that that is going to be a major driver in terms of investment themes for this year? Well, certainly starting out that way. But I think the tech stocks are somewhat overvalued, especially some of the more traditional names. Uh, and probably there's a problem of diversification for retail investors. They're all piling into the same names. And you know, that inevitably spells some sort of problem down the track. All right. And in terms of diversification, help investors think beyond the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, look, it's kind of interesting. I was having a look yesterday at the overseas stocks outside of the US and outside of Singapore. uh, And the big names are really scattered around the world. You know, you've got names like Hermes and LVMH. You've got Novo Nordisk, who developed the miracle uh, fat uh, obesity drug. Um, You've got some really interesting names across Denmark, across France, across China, across Japan, uh, which which really people should look at when they're looking to diversify and not just the US tech names which have driven uh, all the interest over the last uh, 24 months. Really great insights there. Help us understand how brokerages and financial institutions seem to be catering to uh, demand from retail investors. What are they trying to do? Well, getting a lot of retail investors is quite often seen to be a way to make easy money because retail investors are not the big institutions. They don't drive the market forward and they can be used to provide liquidity to the big institutions who are doing the big trades. So a lot of a lot of the brokerage industry will sell the flow of the retail investors to the big hedge funds and the big quantitative traders who pay quite handsomely for that flow. All right. We'll get to payment for order flows in just a while. Um, But for the investor listening in, when choosing an appropriate brokerage to invest in, one factor is likely costs. What do you think people most often miss out on when they think about costs? Well, I think certainly when they're investing in overseas shares, the biggest uh, factor that they miss out on is the the foreign exchange currency conversion costs. A lot of the brokerages turn around and say, we don't charge anything for foreign exchange, but then there's a big spread, bid offer spread. What they charge, which can be half a percent, one percent added to your cost, you don't really notice it because it's just an exchange rate, Mm. but it's there and it definitely erodes your returns. Help us understand how brokerages make money. 
Well, it really comes from a few different things. There's the there's the commission, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a lot of brokerage who pretend they're zero commission then charge a platform fee per trade. And the platform fee is just a disguised commission. They're lying. Of course, there is the foreign exchange. So they'll go and do the foreign exchange and get some money back from that. They'll take the bid offer spread or mid to offer spread when someone comes and buys a share. And then they will either internalise or they will sell the flow to another uh, company, hedge fund or the like, who does the internalisation and they'll get paid for that. They're the three main routes. And then, of course, uh, on top of that, they'll they'll get a lot more when you're trading in smaller names or overseas names where they charge a lot more. So we heard about Robinhood and they were making money from margin lending fees, fees for upgraded services, something called rehypothecation. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, so rehypothecation is taking your shares, lending them out to short sellers, mm. uh, securities lending, and they get a fee for that. Uh, they'll do that when they when you when they lend you money to buy the shares. They'll rehypothecate the shares and make money. And if you've got a share that is in demand to be shorted, they can make quite a lot of money out of that. Mm. So when people um, investors listening in, for example, see the brokerage is offering zero commission trades. Um, can you share a little bit more about how the zero commission model works? You mentioned a couple of factors. Um, is, is it always false? There's no way that a business can make money by charging zero. It is always false. There's always ways that a business is going to make money. And these are expensive businesses. The cost of acquiring a client as a brokerage client, you know, it's a few hundred dollars per client. And so you've got to make that back over a relatively short period of time by making money on their trades. So you can call it zero commission and charge a platform fee. It's not zero commission. You can add in your commission into a foreign exchange rate. It's not zero commission. Or you can sell the flow to someone else and get paid for it. It's still not zero commission. Mm. Why is it still so expensive to acquire um, an investor given this, you know, we've seen such an, a floodgate open from a couple of years back, right? Well, it, you know, it, it is some, something where you're acquiring a client who becomes very sticky. Uh, once they've moved their account to you, the AML and the KYC rules make it hard to move. There's a big barrier to movement. So acquiring a client who's going to be with you for some time and is going to continue to pay you uh, is expensive. So there's a lot of competition, especially to Google, who gets most of the money from the advertising, to Mm. bid for the keywords that investors are looking at. Fascinating. It is so common these days, um, zero commission trades. You read about it all the time. Uh, Despite a brokerage's obligation to provide best execution, the SEC has acknowledged that payment for order flows may raise concerns about whether or not a firm is meeting its obligation of best execution to its customer. Let's talk a little bit about payment for order flows, which was a big deal with the uh, whole meme, meme trade. Yeah. Right, and the whole, uh, I can't remember, was it AMC? It was AMC and it was GameStop. And actually around that time, you may remember that uh, some of the big hedge funds like Citadel stopped providing liquidity to Robinhood and then they had to stop trading it. And that's typical of what happens. It's all of a sudden they're losing some money. It's like, oh, we don't want to play anymore. Yeah. And then you're stuck with something and you can't get out of a position as an investor. So that's really, really bad. But fortunately, the MAS here in Singapore has banned payment for order flow. They banned it from April uh, last year. And Mm -hmm. that is changing the way the market is working here. So what does this mean for the dynamics of financial markets? If payment for order flow is banned 1st April 2023, how come we still see zero commission trades being allowed? Well, the zero commission is a bit of a lie. 
that's really what it is. The zero commission, uh, if, you're, if you're changing your commission and calling it a platform fee, it's not zero commission. You may pretend that it's zero commission. I think uh, at one stage during the most uh, aggressive marketing times, people were saying zero commission for life. They've wound back on that a little bit now because they're really not giving it for life. If you read the very small print, it's not really there. But, you know, when people say zero commission, what they really mean is we're going to charge you something that looks a lot like commission, smells a lot like commission, but we're not calling it commission. Okay. So are we still seeing conflicts of interest then with these hidden commissions, do you think? Well, I think that there's always, a, uh, uh, I wouldn't call it a conflict of interest because I think people have to pay. I mean, you, you can't provide the service for free. I think free. with payment for order flows, the, the issue was conflict of interest, I think there's right? definitely a, a conflict of interest issue in payment for order flow, but I think there's a false advertising issue when you pretend that something is not commissioned and you call it something else and then you say zero commission because you're giving an impression that someone is not paying a commission when in fact they are, but you're just calling it something different. Is there no way out as an investor? Do you just have to read the the size three font to figure all this out? Well, I think that there's, you know, you've got to understand there's a lot of good broker comparison websites who will actually dig into it for you and tell you the truth. I think if you really want to dig in, then then looking at that size three font is important because these fees really do erode your returns. And that's what it's all about. If you're an active trader, mm-hmm. you know, you're paying a lot of fees away, especially if you're trading a lot in overseas stocks and paying that foreign exchange fee every time. It's very, very expensive and you really can't make money if you're doing an FX fee of 50 basis points per turn, 50 basis points per in and out, so a whole percent per round turn. It's almost impossible to make money. Now that we have an understanding of zero free commission, quote unquote, what other steps do you think investors should be taking when trying to decide on the right brokerage firm for them? Well, firstly, I think it's a question of trust. You know, you've got to think about who is trustworthy out there. Look at the different uh, names. Look at who has the transparency, right? And look at who has the simplicity in their pricing. I think those are the factors that really an investor should understand. If if the brokerage is not showing you all of their fees and pretending that it's zero and they're charging you spreads but not calling them fees and changing their names, they're probably not that trustworthy. Can you share a little bit? As, as we wrap up the show, what you would most like listeners to take away about this whole process of investing and choosing a brokerage in particular? I think the most important thing for all investors is to diversify themselves, is to mm. diverse themselves both geographically, right, and also within the different sectors they're investing in. To effectively diversify yourself as a Singaporean, you need to have a good overseas portfolio as well as a local portfolio. And the overseas portfolio is where you really do get gouged through the foreign exchange. So making sure that you are having the right brokerage with the right uh, transparent pricing and you know what you're paying is super important. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Adam Reynolds, Apex CEO of Saxo. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Michelle. Great to see you again. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.